I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Bridge the Atlantic, where we get to know the people behind the creative industries. We're your hosts, music web designer Ross Barbara-Smith owner of Electric Kiwi, where we create awesome custom websites for bands, artists, and musicians. And I'm singer-songwriter and multi-instrumentalist, Marcia Novelli. We're excited to tell you that our first batch of shirts have arrived and are available to purchase on our website. There's a link in our show notes, so go get them. Use the coupon code BTAROCKS to receive 10% off your purchase as our little way of saying thank you for your support. This week, we're joined by LA-based musician and Grammy Award-winning songwriter, Dave Yadin. Dave's written and uh, written with and toured with artists such as Lady Antebellum, One Republic, Josh Kelly, and our friend Tyler Hilton. He's also performed on shows such as The Tonight Show with Jay Leno, The Late Show with David Letterman, Good Morning America, and The Ellen DeGeneres Show several times over. His musical range is extremely eclectic. He's collaborated with, on hip-hop tracks, written and recorded with hardcore punk group Pierce the Veil, and as if that wasn't enough, he's also working on his own solo material. His latest EP, Move, is out now, and we're excited to get to know more about him and his journey so far. So, welcome to the show, Dave. Oh, thank you very much. I feel welcome. Good. I'm, I'm glad we've done, we've done our job. We can go home. Yeah. That's it. We've done it. Sweet. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dave, uh, we got to chatting a little bit before this interview, and I actually had to stop you, and I said, you know what? You're too funny. This is all wasted material. I don't Please say that stop now, talking. Dude, I'm funny because... now. Nothing will be funny now. Okay, you know what? You're not funny. You're just... Right. Uh, it's the second you said the first sentence out of your mouth when we started this this call, I said, I like you. I'm going to like you, and I, and I wasn't wrong. So you know what? Um, I'd love for you to tell us three things about yourself that everyone should know. Uh, three things about myself that everyone should know. Um, I... Uh, my like goal in life is somehow to spread any genuine love and joy that I have inside here to other people. Um, and uh, my favorite conversations are about the human condition and, and uh, I like uh, walks on the beach and fireside chats. That's four things. I sorry about that. That's okay. No, that can be an ampersand together. So it's like <laughs> all right. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know. yeah. I mean, those always go together. Yeah, don't that's they? right. They have to go together. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so yeah, I I, I kind of want to dive into the songwriting side of things. Um, I'd really be interested to hear kind of how writing for yourself is different from writing for other artists like what what kind of is the process different how do you how do you approach them i'm particularly interested in that just before you answer that because i've been writing for myself for years and the idea of writing for someone else excites me this is an excellent question this is why because uh for me for me personally actually the the uh i was always better at writing for other people than i've been writing for myself because when every time that i wrote for myself i asked myself idiotic questions like what do i what do I want from this? And uh, uh, like, uh, how should it sound? And how am I going to brand myself as an artist? And, eh. 
and then like if i am writing uh with uh somebody else like that a lot of times it will be like oh well i really like this flume track I, I, an artist recently um uh played me a flume track and was like i love this thing I, if we could write something like this and in that case what it does or in my case in particular is it gets me completely out of my head and i go just to try to, to make something and i have fun trying to make something that captures the spirit of the track that was our inspiration and what i found on you know until about the last like five years is that I, I unwittingly was saving that like unbridled creativity for other artists and not myself. Um, but, um, so, so now it's, now it's the same. Now the question is just like, because I think, I think sometimes as, as artists and as, as songwriters, what we do is we get worried that like, especially if you're writing for yourself, you get it. There's a concern that you will somehow not come across as opposed to when you write for somebody else and they were like, well, I would like to do something like this, then you don't, that becomes a non-issue. You don't worry about them not coming across because of course they are. And really this is because we are terribly subjective when we look at ourselves and not, you know, objective. But Well, you know, I, I love that we're chatting with you right now because this is something that we don't get to talk about often in the show, but is the actual craft of songwriting. We've had a few songwriters on the show, but um, you know, and, and everything you're saying, I can completely relate to, especially the idea of like most songwriters don't just write in a certain genre. Like people might be used to hearing them in that genre because they've branded themselves. Right. You know, um, I've always tried to be a bit more eclectic, you know, for better or for worse. Sometimes it's harder to kind of pin that person down, which is bad on a branding side of things. But another side, if you get the right people that just dig your voice or dig something right. you do, they, they'll get into right. everything you do. I mean, that's, that's, that's what I tell myself at least, <laughs> you know, but it's really funny because my, 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 my idea of what, you know, songwriting was for somebody else. Um, to me, it seemed like it was very limited. And yet what, what you're saying here, it's sounding to me, it's actually kind of I view it freedom. As, I view it as the opposite. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting to me. I view it just definitely as the completely uh, complete opposite. And I had to teach myself to do that for myself as an artist, now, which do you I still, now do. Do you still, uh, even when you're writing for someone else, do you still draw from personal experience? Uh, or sometimes yes, sometimes no. Like, how do you approach it? My, my finding, uh, my experience personally is um, that the more personal you get, the more relatable it is. I've always been the same way, man. Yeah. Probably uh, why I've only written for myself, not realizing that it's a human experience. Why not write? It's for a human experience. Yeah. 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 And then, and the more, the more personal you make it, like if you had what you view as a weird, like what's interesting is, is that if you have what you view as a weird or funny experience that is unique and therefore you end up, well, here's the thing is that, it ends up being a thing, right, that you tell people, a lot of people about. You know, it's a funny thing because if you have a unique story, what you do, what do you do? You tell it at parties and it's entertaining to people. And it's entertaining to people because you have this, because we're actually like way more deeply related than that. And the more unique of a story is, ironically, the more entertaining everybody else finds it. So, um, but it's because you're telling a story that people can put themselves in and you're telling a, a story about, well, whatever it is, people put themselves in it and go, wow, oh, wow, how would I react? Or when was the last time I felt that way or whatever? So, you know, I find that the more personal that you get, the more relatable it is to everyone. I mean, unless you're a sociopath, you should have 
what, what's called empathy. <laughs> you should yeah, be yeah. able to, you know, and I also think it's kind of that situation well, where we... being a sociopath, I find that even though... <laughs> <laughs> it still is relatable. That's that's what I'm saying. It's a, oh, you as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I just have found a way to another way to manipulate human beings, and I'm really excited about it. It's easier than I thought. Here, I here I thought I could never relate because I don't care about anyone. So. Were you the child that really manipulated everyone to get what you wanted? Because I think I was. <laughs> I probably okay. makes sense now. You still are. I think that's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's all children. It's, it's yeah. My my kids. Well, my oldest Certain. son does that. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know. Yeah. Uh, continuing on the on the writing conversation, do you find that uh, writing in different genres, um, some of which might actually be out of what maybe you would consider your comfort zone, um, mm-hmm. does that help you grow as a writer? Like, for example, like you worked in hip hop. I don't know if that you have much right. background in hip hop, but um, would something like that help you out on a when you go to approach a punk record? Uh, yeah, of course. You're realizing it? Well, okay. N- number one, like, of course, like Western Western music is all like heavily related right so um i think and 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 hip-hop is you know began as sampled funk and really continues to be that so hip-hop is sampled soul music so often and soul music is the root of so much music including punk music because punk music is rooted in rock music which is rooted in the roots of blues so um i i find it all to be more more related than I think people than it seems to be on the outset. But then also what's cool is that music, um, you know, hip hop, for example, became so big that I think maybe in the eighties and nineties, it wasn't as related to pop music. But if you think about it, I mean, was it rum DMC, right. And, uh, and Aerosmith. I mean, it, it like started to like, cause those beats, so many of those beats, there are so many rock bands that are so, that even if not all of their songs have this you have these like very very like soul rooted grooves especially rock bands like uh the black crows right especially the older rock bands the older rock bands led zeppelin i mean it was like born out of the blues right so i so and then in the case of pierce the veil they're a really really musical band and um so uh, and they're all about the riff, and hip hop is all about the riff. People don't listen. They don't. You have to remember that the way everyone listens to music is probably the way that you listen to music when you're just like chilling and not fucking thinking about anything. Mm-hmm. Like you, you just you receive it as a piece of art. You don't. You don't like as it begins. You don't go now. I wonder, is this blues or is this? Uh, <laughs> I hate doing you know, that. We don't, we don't, but we don't do that. And and people don't do that. So I, one of my favorite things is to approach a song as a piece of art. Like, how can I get, you know, like, how can I get, what are we going to do in this song that's going to just grab people's attention and be like, oh, oh, you know, what's going to make them want to hit play when it comes to the end of it. And if you approach it that way, then all of a sudden genre doesn't matter. And all that matters is like sound. And that's what always mattered. Like when we were kids and we started listening to the radio, it was just fascination with sound. You learned later that that yeah. was a guitar amp, you know, you or whatever. That you should be listening. Like I was going to say, this is 2016 and the exciting time about now, you know, despite the whole music industry where it is as songwriters and as artists, I think it's a really exciting time because most people I'm talking even like uh, maybe teenagers and upwards 
they don't care as much about genres. They don't care if they're listening to one particular genre. I remember when I was a kid, it was more so like, oh, you're not going to listen to that. Aren't you going to listen to metal? Aren't you going to listen? And I think it's kind of changed a little bit. I mean, there are still people like that, but I think it's a lot more open. And I think that's very exciting that we can just kind of, there's so many people crossing genres, quote unquote, and, you know, just doing kind of whatever the hell they want. And I actually personally find that really exciting, especially now, especially in 2016, when there's so much saturation of stuff, do something that excites me and gets my attention, but it's just a great piece of art. Yeah. You know? Amen. You know, well, you know, so, you know, going back to the first part of that question, um, would you say that all of this makes you a better writer? Yes. I'm sorry. I actually did not answer that question at all. Now, did I? <laughs> it's okay. Um, I gave you like three questions there. So. <laughs> yeah. I, yes, absolutely. Because, well, via like, like opening your aperture and opening the idea that like music is art. And when you begin to approach all songs, like a, just like a piece of music that you're trying to get, like every, the beat and notes that precede the notes just to be interesting and, and, I think that yes, it it begins to you begin you begin to approach writing from like is it a good song? Not is this good punk? Is this good punk music? And also, you know, art is constantly changing, so I think it's very dangerous to look at it any at any other way than is this an entertaining piece of art that anyone is going that my mother is going to enjoy and that like you know my ten year old like nephew is going to enjoy. So you've um. You've had both the major label and the, the independent artist experience. Um, what would be the, the pros and cons in your experience to, to each? And which, which would you say you prefer? Maybe more specifically, which do you prefer at this point of time? Well, it all ends up being, um, it all ends up being, uh, you know, at the end of the day, like, uh, like a, a, an experience, like experience to experience is different. But the you have a very the problem with dealing with a big label, especially now, is that they are scared shitless that they're not going to make any money, and so just just like with the major movie studios, they're for the most part turning out a lot of shitty music because they are looking at the bottom line um and the bottom line in a business always matters but uh there's a lot of pandering in like bigger businesses you know and so it's not any different when it goes to the bigger um you know the the biggest uh uh businesses in in music and in art it's it's a lot of pandering it's a lot of and there's a lot of fear and there's a lot of like well is that like how close really how closely related is our artist that resembles rihanna a little bit how how closely related or how close does it sound to how how close does her latest single sound to rihanna's last single because if it doesn't sound enough like rihanna's last single um we're we're not going to put it out and um, it's just really just killing art. And, and, and they've been killing art, you know? Um, so I would say that's the problem with it. And then, of course, the, their pockets are way deeper. So if they love you, then um, you're going to make more money. And um, 
they're going to throw you at more like you're going to get more opportunities. Um, it's kind of one of those things like their reach is so much further if you are on their radar. But if yeah. you're one of the many vast majority of artists that get signed to major labels, but then kind of either get dropped or on the wayside, then you're and you're screwed. So in the the indie label, you're kind of more attention, but less reach than maybe a major label. So there's you, definitely you, pros and cons, yeah. right? Dave, are you ready for 20 questions? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do this, man. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Meat or veggies? Oh, man. Vegetables. Nice. Twitter or Facebook? Facebook. Melody or rhythm? Ha! <laughs> rhythm. <laughs> the Simpsons or Family Guy? Damn. Simpsons. Or, no, I'm sorry. Family Guy. Houston or Los Angeles? Houston. Education or experience? Fuck. Isn't that the same thing? Experience. Bob Dylan or Bob Marley? Bob Dylan. Indie or major? That's a hard one, by the way. Um, indie. Talent or attitude? Talent. Writing or performing? Performing. <laughs> The Beatles or the Rolling Stones? Stones. Aretha Franklin or Stevie Wonder? Duh! Ah! Stevie Wonder! Batman or Superman? Superman. Twerk or work? Ha <laughs> ha! Twerk! <laughs> Michael Jackson or Michael Bolton? Michael Jackson. Celine Dion or Marilyn Manson? Marilyn Manson. Good answer. Whale or Kale? They simply rhyme, that's all. That's Same all. with the next one. Bet Midler or the Riddler? Bet Midler. And finally, keep in mind I'm also a singer songwriter. I'm pandering. I'm going to stop. Yeah, stop, stop pandering, stop pandering. So we're going to ask you to choose between Ross, your, your technical support assistant, or Marcio, the, the, the pandering singer songwriter. <laughs> That's t- that's that is a that is terrible. That mm-hmm. is a terrible question to oh, ask. We know. Pe- we know people. Oh yeah, we know. We're kind of sadistic. Uh, I, I'm I'm going with uh, I'm going with Ross. Oh uh, my god! <laughs> you gotta be kidding me! Oh my god! I thought I had this. I thought this was it. I thought this was gonna be like you know what, Dave? You and I we're gonna work together, man. We're gonna have this great great relationship, great, great friendship. We're gonna look back ten years down the road. We're gonna be like, oh, because you picked, you can still have that. Marcio is too obvious of an answer. That's it's, it's oh, like okay, it's just you're just being nice to Ross. That's what it is. It's <laughs> very sweet. And let's be honest, his accent is cooler than both of our well, accents. Of course, of course. If, well. if in sick, Ross, like, I thought I was going to win. You're sick today. And, like, you still <laughs> win. Now, that, you should be proud of yourself, man. If in sick, you win. You know, that, that's you know, good. I know hate what? you for it. But feeling I mean, pretty good. Know. I'm feeling like I could actually go and take on the world right now. <laughs> oh, do you? Yeah? Not really. But... All right. Well, we're going to switch topics here before I start pulling my eyes out. <laughs> um, I, got a, I got a more technical question for you. Uh, business, more, more, more business. The more uh, we've been talking a lot about creativity, I'd like to talk about the business side of it. Um, uh, maybe if you can offer a little bit of advice for anyone who'd actually like to get their songs in front of publishers, uh, what are the kind of initial steps that they can take to get them in front of the right people? Uh, really like clear, simply laid out. Okay. Well, number one, that like every songwriter is trying to do that. Right. So, so the thing is, is that that, that's something that, that runs all the way up to me. Like I can't get my songs in front of, in front of everybody that I want. So, 
Um, so there's definitely not like, a, oh, this is how you do that. Because um, if there was like, there'd be a line and I'd be standing in it right now while we do the interview. Um, but um, I think that the, um, one of the, like, especially now, like it, it, we're in the world and day of self-publishing. And uh, when I say self-publishing, I don't mean necessarily like a song uh, publishers, but like, well, really, I actually do in, in terms of even music publishing, which is that like, you can't get a song cut unless you have a spoken version of it. So you have to demo your own stuff and demo it really, really well. If you're not a good singer, you got to find a good singer. If you're not a good producer, you got to find a good producer. Um, or you just have to have those basic versions of the songs with, again, somebody special singing it. So that would be the number one reason to do it, because if you've written a great song and you have a great performance of that song, that song has takes on a life of its own and, it, and you can and you can send it to whoever. But um, so, you know, at that point and then, you know, other than that, it's um, I think a lot of artists don't realize that. If you want to do art for business, then you have to like think like a business person and, and, um, you know, that involves like hanging out, you go to shows, go, go to where, like, if you want to be part of music, then go to where music is, go to shows, go to like, go to mixers, go to whatever, never pay to do it. Never. Like there's lots of businesses out there that like are literally saying, if you pay us, we'll put your songs in front of people. And, um, generally the thing is, is that those I, businesses I've been offered that, and right. I put it down every time. Yeah, but Doesn't well, the thing right. is, is well, those businesses can't make any promises, and 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 the thing is, is that I, I am with some very big publishing companies and placement companies, and those guys, like, it, there's there isn't a guarantee. Like, you can't, you can't be like, I mean, the the ins that people have are like, uh, there's just not a guarantee. There isn't a guarantee. So, so really, I think at the end of the day, the best thing to do is have really great versions of your songs and, and, um, and do what you can to make them available. Um, and if you can't, if you're not getting your songs, if artists aren't cutting your songs, then go find an artist to cut your song. You know, it's, 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 it's DYI. It really is. Um, and if you, if you read about a lot of your favorite songwriters and people like that, that's, that's what it was. You know, and if and, you know, if you live in Boise, Idaho, probably move, you know, <laughs> I'd like to ask you really quickly, like what if there's one piece of songwriter, songwriting advice that you've been given that you'd like to pass on? If there's one quick thing that you've learned, what would that one thing be? It's all about the little kid, if, if the, the, this, this voice inside of you, this thing that this ageless voice, the spirit, whatever you want to call it, like. If you get to the end of a song that you have written and you want to hit play again, that you've done, you've done all that you can do. And after that, um, whether or not it's a, a really great song or relatable is actually up, up to other people. I'm going to keep that, man. That's very valuable. Definitely very valuable because it takes away all the other crap and shit. And who's going to like this? Bringing it back to the beginning. Is, is this the right genre? Oh, you know, can I really do a song like this? Will people think this? And, you know, we all do it. doesn't matter how comfortable you are with yourself or uncomfortable yeah. um you know and going along this vibe you know another really quick question i really want to ask you you can go back in time and tell yourself one thing that you know now that you wish you knew then what would it be 
you know, this is going to be funny, but uh, 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 um, uh, dress cooler. <laughs> oh, that's good. And you want to know? Do you want to know why? Why? Because it's a very interesting thing, man. Musicians, songwriters, all that we have this idea that our music is only it's only here listens here but again if you want to do uh if you want to do it for business then this becomes um what is selling your art you are your brand i hate thinking that especially as a solo artist it's very difficult because you you it's just on you not a band look or not a a logo it's you dude you know it's all good man i mean you you either you either embrace that and you have fun with it bowie yes i love that shit you know, fucking whoever, you either embrace it or you hate it. But it's that's so silly to hate something that's been part of this like art culture for so mm-hmm. long, which is like, I mean, that's like like music and pop culture and art and fashion and style has gone together for so long. And um, so and, and the bottom line is, look at this. Bottom line is, is if some douchebag comes up to you and is talking about the songs he got cut or whatever, but he looks like a fucking badass, the fact is you're going to believe him even though he might be lying. That's true. Fake it till you make it. But it's, but it's not that. It's like mm. fucking care. Yeah. Like, are you the shit? Well, why don't you fucking look like it then? I love that. Like, why aren't you completing the, you know, this is the fucking package, man. I mean, it's, that's, and that really is just, that is even past business, that's just a human dynamic. And what's really funny for us as artists is that to, to, to go get a job that you might need to pay the bills in the meantime, you will dress up. You will go interview at the fucking, to be a bar a bartender or manage a grocery store or whatever, and you'll go and you put on a fucking tie and do whatever you think it is that you need to do to look how they want you to look. But then if you want to be a rock star, you don't do the same fucking thing. When you show up to a, a, a show or an interview or whatever. Sorry. I think too many artists think that it, it's too fake or they have to dress themselves. But I, I'll use a great example. I often reference this artist on the show. Ross knows I'm going to say. Jared mm-hmm. Leto is a great example. The reason I'm going to say that is because... <laughs> I agree. You can I watch agree. Jared Leto and one day he could be wearing the most like rocked out attire when he was playing a show and the next day he can be in full out Gucci clothes in a suit because he's at like a film festival or something. Yeah. And he has he has fun with it. And it doesn't mean that it's not real to him or true. It's different. We all have different sizes of personality and you all dress for what you're doing. You're not gonna go I mean you Dude, are, yeah. you might go on the stage in a suit if that's what you're going for. Yeah. I mean yeah he has fun, fun with it. it. You I, 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 I dude I do that like like uh I do that all the time, man. I, I like it's it's I don't have the same thing, but um, that I same vibe that I do. But you have you have fun like it, that's it's supposed to be fucking fun. Like if you don't if you don't have a weekly or a monthly paycheck, if you don't have there's, a, there's all these things that we give up as artists. But the thing is, is that if you don't enjoy the stuff that is ours, well, what the fuck are you doing? Like, go, go, you know, manage a fucking grocery store then like, dude. <laughs> You know, I love it, man. I, I, I like that I'm angering 
grocery store. Uh, I know, managers. right? Like, like, I don't think there's going to be many grocery store managers watching this. No. They're not really our if, target if audience. But if they're liking doing that, that's cool. The whole point no, is enjoy amen. what you're doing, have fun with it. Right? Like, yeah, yeah, you, you have it. fun with you're it. Like, me, we get to be pumped. You know, you know what's really funny is that um, every now and again, I'm I'm out somewhere in, a, in even in Los Angeles. Um, so I have two tattoos on my hands, right? And um, so sometimes people will say, "Like, man, a hand tattoo! You really went for it." <laughs> and I, and I and I'm like, but now I know that like they, it's people that are thinking from a, a perspective of like, wow, you can't go get a job at a bank now right and um but it's like yeah that's the point that's not a fucking option i love this i love your energy you know so i this is why so this is i this is what we get to do you get to you know, do crazy shit to like, you know, like whatever it is and, you know, put, give yourself hand tattoos and, and whatever. Do what the fuck you well, want to do. Of but like, shit, man, what kind of YouTube you know, shit do you wish that you would do? Because you were talking before the interview about, you know, you do all these great videos and, you know, you're, which by the way, I need to say you're a phenomenal piano player. Just phenomenal. Oh, Mind blowing. You. you really, Marcia, really are. Thanks, man. Thank it's you true. very much. I, I only speak the truth. And, you. Uh, you know, we were talking about, you know, as artists, we do these artful videos and right. we try to show people, look, you know, look how, look how complex the song is that I wrote and everything. But yeah. what gets the most views? I, I, I think that like at the end of the day, what's really funny, I don't, do you guys know who uh, uh, Tim Minchin is? No. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Australian musician, comedian. Okay. He wrote the Matilda musical. Okay. Right. Yeah. And uh, so Tim Minchin's got a song. Where it's in his fucking brilliant, and the the end, he says he talks about all of my brilliant metaphor and all of my this and all of my licks and all of my chords will never be as popular as uh, kitten um, kitten playing something, and it's, it's like this thing of just a YouTube video of a fucking <laughs> kit, kitten kitten playing the keyboard. I think that's yeah, the yeah, some shit, you know, like uh, and and like all this stuff, like all this, like I, all I do is I like I I um like right now I'm doing a full piano. It's, it's taken me like several days. I'm doing a p a solo piano version of the new Pierce the Veil single, right? Oh wow. And it's fucking hard and like all the guitar parts are really fast and I'm doing this thing of like trying to maintain some of the edge and it's taken me days. And also it's a very long, it's a long song, lots of parts. And so like I'm doing all this stuff and really I all what I should be doing is just playing the piano with my dick is what I should be doing. <laughs> what I should be doing. I should just have videos where like I, I walk up to the piano, you can't quite see it. And I just drop trowel, you know, and it's like here, you know, and then I just, and there is a video like that where these dudes like do that and then they raise their hands and play. That's what I should do. Except I should like, it should be worse than that. You know, it should be like, you should see that I have my hand down here and I'm trying to hit the piano <laughs> and I would have hundreds of thousands of subscribers. Nike, Nike would be like advertising on my channel. Just do it. Yeah. I have a cute little son. I could have him like stand on the piano pointing and laughing. And look, I have the idea. There it is. There go. I, I have Dude, it right in front of me. Someone's going to do this. You know what? Someone's going to do it. They're going to make millions. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the fucking next Donald Trump of, of, of piano YouTube videos. 
That's who that is. And I can't bring myself to do it. I apologize. Dave, you were, you were awesome. I want everyone to go check out your new EP, Move, which is actually out now. And uh, you can yeah. find more of this guy's craziness on his Instagram, which is? Uh, Instagram.com slash Dave Awesome. Just awesome. my name. Yeah. Cool. And you'll find us, as in Bridge the Atlantic, uh, on Twitter, Facebook, iTunes, and YouTube. Just search Bridge the Atlantic. You'll find us. Uh, come and say, hey, uh, you know, we always like to chat to everyone. Yes. As for me, I'm working on my second full-length solo album, and you can be a part of it at marcinavelli.com slash pledge. Make sure to follow moi on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Spotify, which are all my name, Marciano Novelli. And I'm working on websites for various artists at the moment. You can check out my work and my blog at electrickiwi.co.uk. You'll find me on Twitter and Instagram as Electric Kiwi and Facebook Electric Kiwi Design. This episode was brought to you by Chris Keaton, the Rockstar Advocate, Buck Naked Soap Company, 30 Roses, and Social Surge. All links are in the show notes, so please check them out because they keep this show alive. And if you want to be part of that awesome crew, uh, you can sponsor the show at patreon.com slash bridge the Atlantic. And don't forget to pick up our new shirts. We're so excited about them. Okay, Dave, seriously, dude, you are awesome. Such a pleasure to have you on the show. Such a pleasure, pleasure to, to be uh, here. It's, uh, it's been a really good time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank my you face very much. from laughing. So. Yeah, my face is pretty sore, so thanks for that. Thanks. Good. I, I'm going to get wrinkles now because well, of you. she said. Think, yeah. <laughs> thanks for listening to this week's episode of Bridge the Atlantic. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and leave a rating and review on iTunes. You can also find us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So connect with us on there and let us know what you think of the show. Thanks for being awesome, and we'll see you next week. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.